Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Drunk women solving I've got to immediately apologise to a woman as I passed. I tripped. There's a step coming up. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Tripped through my pint on her. So immediately, I'm so sorry. I mean, not all of it, but it was full. Um, and she was, oh, she well, was, I had no idea this was happening on the yeah. other wing. The other That's wing. why I came up on stage and mouth. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not just a general thing. It was to the, specifically to that woman. The, yeah, like, we like to top. kick those female stereotypes right in the dick. Sorry. We're so sorry. <laughs> sorry for being here and doing this. Do we need a towel? Can we get you anything too? Are you sure? Because we know a guy. <laughs> you know, a guy with a towel. I guess we should fucking sit down. Yeah, We're just so excited. Yeah, also, here's the thing. I don't know if you've ever seen me um, do this in a jumpsuit. The, the thing with jumpsuits is at the beginning, we all look really hot in a jumpsuit, like whatever your shape, whatever your size, and you're like, hi, how you doing? How you doing? And then you have to sit and you just go, oh. <laughs> That's what nobody tells you about the jumpsuit. Um, wow, this is the first show of our new London residency here at 21 Soho. <laughs> it's a lovely little venue, isn't it? I say little, it's really nice and big. Thanks for coming out. Give us a cheer if you went to our, our last venue. Yeah, you're right to sound a little depressed. <laughs> 
It was a little grimy, but we'll always have the memories and the, and the TB and <laughs> lots of stuff went down. It's nice to use the toilets where you don't have to shut your eyes to feel, <laughs> to feel safe. We've, we've moved up on I in the world. I loved it, though, because it was like just off Leicester Square. We were like, we're playing the West End. West End, bitches. <laughs> we weren't. We were, yeah, we were playing a toilet. But. Yeah, we were, we were playing a toilet. But now we're in a place where they cover the bar with metro tiles. <laughs> We've arrived, we're in middle-class heaven. Um, give us a cheer if you listen to Drunk Women Solving Crime. Okay, we kind of suspected you'd be at the front, fantastic. <laughs> no, don't be shy, give us a cheer if you don't listen to the podcast. And you are right to sound sad because you've been missing out. Next time you come, the cheer is gonna be much more jubilant because you will be new listeners. Now, thank you so much for coming along. You took a chance on the poster though, didn't you? You took a yeah. chance on the poster and you're already, you already underestimated the effects of alcohol on three nervous women over a four-year period. <laughs> it happens a lot. You just are going to have to picture us in uh, film noir because it doesn't look like it in, in real life. But I would like to introduce my fellow detectives. I'm just putting this <laughs> down. insults, yeah. <laughs> Let me introduce these ugly bitches. Ugly, <laughs> ugly, ugly sidekicks. I didn't mean for that to happen, it just did. If you met my family, you'd understand. That's just how. Can't stand you, thanks for coming home for Thanksgiving. That's how it works. To my left, and to my left, we've got Hannah George. Uh, I'm never sure if I should say our nicknames anymore. She's known as Detective Butt Stuff. We for the new listeners, why. it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It's, I don't know where it came from. I, I do. Where? <laughs> and that leads us on to Katie Wilkins. Hello. <laughs> so I thought Katie was getting some attention. I just <laughs> so now our eyes back here, please, everyone. <laughs> ripped off the old jumper. Um, do you guys want to say anything or like... Um, I can tell them why you're called Butt Stuff. Go on. Because oh. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, it's because every time we asked a question in the early days, Hannah decided to go, was it a Butt Stuff? Oh, okay. Oh. So it was my originality as a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. And then so. after a few times she went, I'm going to make that my thing. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying Butt Stuff. Oh, when you have a thing, it's not cool if you go, I'm going to make that my thing. <laughs> Katie has such a long memory. I don't want to ask any questions about anything yeah, but that I we've ever done. But I could Cremont was called. So it's really swings and roundabouts. <laughs> That's called middle-class amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> What's Cremont called? Oh, Cremont. <laughs> I feel like you Don't all worry. had to be with us in Tesco's earlier for that to have worked. Because <laughs> we were like, hey, what's that thing called? It's like Prosecco, but it begins with a C. What? What is it? And then I came over and said, Cremont. And that was again, yeah, Carmen Carver. Good guess. Yeah. Yeah, we've already started the quiz. My favourite my favorite part of having newcomers along is when I can see their confused faces. And they're just like, so th this is the popular podcast? Okay. okay. We don't understand either, but... We just keep getting invited back. So there you go. Um, shall I introduce our guest for this episode? I think you should. I feel like we've covered admin like, like champs. Would you please welcome to the stage our first London guest of 2023. It is the fantastic comedian and writer, Heidi Regan. Yeah! 
detective skills, but Look. I don't know what shoes I'm wearing. We have the same shoes on. This is going to be the best show we've ever done. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, do you say puma here? Puma. Puma. Yeah. <laughs> I assume. Yeah, it's Sorry to correct you. It's definitely puma. Yeah. Puma. <laughs> Thank you. I'm always trying to improve. <laughs> I love a little prank this early on. <laughs> She's going to look like a right twat next time she's in Sports Direct, isn't she? <laughs> you just hiding in Sports Direct for the next two years. <laughs> Trying to ruin her trainers every time I see her. Heidi, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Um, do you have an early on detective nickname that you would like to assume, or should we let it find you? I was going to go with Pama, but... Okay, Detective, <laughs> detective, detective Pama. Pama. From the Latin. That works. From yeah. the Latin. Sorry. <laughs> if I don't know, I just say from the Latin. That's my, that's my nervous tick. Well, we always start the podcast with one question, and that question is, Heidi, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I, yes. Um, <laughs> and also, I allowed a crime to happen. Oh. Not by choice. Uh, so the context is... Uh, that I, over a series of years, was subject to a crime spree uh, where every year, about once a year, I would have um, want my handbag stolen. The only recurring factor was I was often... I was always in a pub and drunk and often walked away and left it <laughs> there. <laughs> That's I don't know if you can use your detective skills. Like, I think oh, it was the man. same man, and he followed me from Australia to <laughs> London. Absolutely. Because he knew I was a cash cow. Yeah. Um, which was a hurtful nickname. <laughs> detective cash cow, please. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> from the Latin. Um, but he... So anyway, oh, so no. I, my point is I was alert now to bags in pubs. And then um, I was meeting my uh, friend who had come over from Australia to travel, was in London for one night. We were very excited. It was our big night out. Oh and no. my flatmate came to meet us. And I said, come meet us. And she said, I'll only stop in briefly because I am on my way from work and I have my work laptop in my bag. And Ooh. I was like, don't worry. You're with Detective Cash Cow. I am on this. <laughs> and uh, basically, she arrived. Also, I hadn't had alcohol at this point, whereas with all the other bags, I had had alcohol. I don't know if that affects... I'm not victim blaming. Hey. Um, <laughs> Anyway, sitting with my friend Mitch from Australia, we're having now like, it's our big night in London, I'm going to show you so many things. And then my flatmate arrives, she sits down, talks for about, uh, according to the CCTV, like <laughs> 30 seconds. And then I noticed a man, because Detective Kashka, I'm now alert to these things, <laughs> a man behind her moving funny, like bent down. Okay. And I sat up and went like, What's he doing? But he was tying his shoelaces, and I immediately went, "It's okay. He's tying his shoelaces. I'll relax." And then, like, she finished her story like of ten seconds, and then I remembered what I'd seen, and I said, "Oh, do you want to just check your bag?" And she looked down, and went, "No!" And so it was stolen. And then my nightmare happened, which is that I'm the least observant person in the world, as in I never. When I'm on the day of my wedding with my wife of several years, she said to me, "What color are my eyes?" <laughs> 
And then I, love that and I was like, they're blue, right? And then she went, greenish. And I was like, and I looked at them and I went, oh, yeah. And she went, no, I was joking, they're blue. Um, anyway. I do like that, like, rather than vows, you did a quiz. Yeah, we did a quiz. Actually, you got to be what, sure. What's my favourite movie, dickhead? <laughs> she was checking the green card stuff. Do we know each other? Um, anyway, she called the police from the pub and then my nightmare happened. Of she called me over and I was like, oh, no, no, no. And she went, the police would like a description. And I went, I could not tell you <laughs> if it was a man, if they had hair. I, all I know is they had shoes because they were tying them. <laughs> I'm more interested in a person's story than what they look like. <laughs> and his story <laughs> was that he was rubbing her in front of me. I felt very bad. So then we went oh. home. We didn't have a night out. We went home because the keys are in the bag. We had to oh, protect the house. Shit. And Mitch, uh, his night out in London that he had waited many months for was watching Gogglebox. But he found the accents very funny. <laughs> so, I think Giles and Mary night. are pretty, like, good value for, yeah. a, for a night out. Yeah, so it was a great night. Oh, wow. Oh, my oh, goodness. Man. So when I'm not going to be a good detective tonight. It's <laughs> my point. That makes us more excited, though. Yeah. That's, that's more fun. Oh, my gosh. So the guilt, the guilt factor of this experience must have been... But yeah, for a good period, it was very high. And now I'm, oh. I've come to terms with it. And That's I think good. whatever doesn't affect me makes me stronger. <laughs> <laughs> so. That is such a great catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh there, is a thing, there is a thing about like witnesses and stuff and that you don't know what you've seen or something like that. I'm also not a real detective. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> but, but yeah, but it's that thing of like ten people just left. This is police training. <laughs> but I decided to test myself the other day. I was like, I came in from seeing my friend, and I was like, what were they wearing? And I just had no, no fucking I clue. I don't, I don't know what Taylor's wearing right now, unless I turn around. It's and hot. I could. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, it was you the jumpsuit. You it's talked about it. It was the story of the, yeah. I'm I, had, the I had dinner with a friend once, and at the end of the dinner, she looked at me weird and she went, sorry about my black eye. And I went, what? <laughs> and she had, she'd got a black eye at work that day, and I had talked to her for two hours and not noticed it. And her eyes were green. <laughs> <laughs> And yellow. Yeah. <laughs> and black. <laughs> Does anyone else just want to fuck with Heidi now tonight and do some like Darren Brown? Like if anyone has like a gorilla costume that they can just wear across yeah, the stage and see. <laughs> I'm just going to leave halfway through even though I'm hosting. Wouldn't come notice. Back. Wouldn't care. <laughs> I, I find it a very endearing quality though. It's not great in a crime. No. But it's very sweet. Yeah. Or sweet, a wife on your wedding day. But otherwise... <laughs> Beautiful. What I was mean, on this laptop, though? I think that's the question because, like, my work laptop would be oh. like an episode of Justin's House or something. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't be terrible if somebody had. I mean, it would be terrible if somebody took it because they're great episodes, my ones. But, like, you know, and the, the laughter of children relies on it. But yeah, <laughs> what, what I mean? Yeah, was it sensitive? sensitive uh, just material? like nuclear codes, but not <laughs> okay. not the passwords. So right. Yes. <laughs> Any work computer, no matter what it is, though, is like a... Um, you don't want to have yeah, to... Yeah. yeah. Be like, where did I lose it? In a public yeah. office <laughs> that I went to for work reasons, actually. <laughs> it was, yeah, that it was is smart. worrying, though, because when they've looked, they've studied how well people can recall anything that they've seen, and we're not very good at it, even when we think we're good at it. Witness testimony is very, very 
patchy and it's just laden with unconscious bias and there's no joke in this. I'm just making a little sketch <laughs> about justice. So it's bullshit. I realize that everything I witness, like I turn into the hero more and more each time I tell the story. Like I, any, anyone who follows me, thanks to the four of you who do follow me on Twitter. Um, so I adopted two greyhounds in the past couple years and they're my life, they're my babies, I love them so much. But one of them was attacked by an off-lead staffy. but this story over time has become, I'm not even sure if it was a staffy. it might have been a mouse, do you know what I mean? <laughs> because in the story, like, I'm like, yeah, I pulled it off of her, I saved her life. And the more I've told the story, the more I'm like, did, did I? <laughs> Is that even possible? Because people are like, wow, because once they clamp down, you can't get them off. I'm like, but I did. did did you so have to do the, the butt thing? The finger butt, in the butt? The butt well, I do that when you oh. <laughs> I mean, that, that Was detail. it butt stuff? Yeah, it was it butt stuff. <laughs> I mean, I do that to all dogs anyway, so I don't know. I don't know if they're just immune to it or I'm too good at it. <laughs> they don't release anything. Do you know what I did, Laura? I can't believe we're into dog attacks now, but I learned that if your dog is getting attacked, you should wheelbarrow the other dog, pick up its back legs, because it completely disorients it. No bum stuff necessary. <laughs> no, I feel like this is somebody else's puma you, because that, that cannot that's, be true. That's, it's true. The vet told me this. What? And what would a vet lie for <laughs> to an American? You quoted, you quoted my other catchphrase, which is no bum stuff necessary. <laughs> that was my dating profile. Yeah. <laughs> not necessary. I'm not saying. Yeah. It's, it's optional. It's no optional. Yeah, optional. It's very optional. Well, the same going. is true of dogs. So there you go. Top tips on the podcast, Options. guys. Certainly when I try to peg my husband, he does pull up my legs and tries to walk me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like a wheelbarrow. And he says, no, Hannah. I'll get him. I'll get him. <laughs> well, Heidi. Yep. It's a really good visual. It's nice, isn't it? I don't know how that works, like, physically. There's a third party in there somewhere. But um... anyway, I'll keep you all updated. Yeah. Recently married, Hannah George. <laughs> Uh, Heidi, thank you so much for sharing that story. I would be very careful not to let any crimes happen to you in front of this guy. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> I'm a lady, so again, your observations are <laughs> terrible. Amazing. Right. Well, thank you. Shall we move on to the true crime section of the podcast? I will tell you, yeah. I will tell you how this works in case you don't listen to the podcast. I have got the details of a real-life case, and we are going to ask our uh, uh, prestigious panel here questions about the case and see what we could do. It's like a quiz. We might not really solve the crime, but we won't make it worse. Because <laughs> what's done is done. So here is your first question. This case involves criminals known as yegs. Yegs. So your, yegs. Okay. So your first question is, what is a yeg? Y-A-G. Y-E-G-G. -G. Okay. <laughs> yeg. You know how eggs are... Yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they, they're just really clarifying that by going, yeggs, like yellow eggs. Oh, it's a yegg. It's a free range. It's yeah, a yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a yegg. Okay. No white. Gotcha. Just yellow. Just the, uh, oh, like a yolk yeah. only omelet. Isn't that what James Corden was eating when he was a dick? <laughs> I'm sure he had an egg, because I'd never heard of this, like a yolk only 
omelet and there was a little bit of white in there and he's like, mm. surely everything he eats is when he's a dick. It's <laughs> 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 not how being a dick works. <laughs> I can't wait so to see James her. James Cotton's wife has just left. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. I think they were, they were a gang and they okay. wanted their gang name to rhyme so they could have a sassy thing. Yeah. So they could say, don't mess with the yeggs because we're going to break your legs. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Impressed for something that was. Nice. Let's face it. Let, no, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very Yeah. It was badass, Katie. Well yeah. done. <laughs> no, I like that. Hannah George, any advance on it either being a yellow egg or a, ma a tired mafia stereotype, Katie, <laughs> frankly? Uh, uh, was it. Uh, people that worked for Francis Bacon, so it was bacon and eggs. No. Oh. Do you know what? As I said it, I thought, no. <laughs> no. It was good. You just doubted yourself halfway through. It was good. Don't hold back. I'll tell you guys. <laughs> a yeg is a safe cracker. Oh. And it comes from the alias of a notorious safe cracker called John Yeg. Wait, as in, they have their safe crackers and eggs... You crack eggs. Is it a pun with that? Or I don't <laughs> even think it was. It's not a pun. No, I think it was just his alias. This is beautiful. But maybe what is it like when you get named after the thing you do? So this yeg guy was good at safe cracking, and they're like, oh, he's yegged it. Like, <laughs> there we go. Yes. See? We're laughing and we're learning. <laughs> Our crime, guys, is a bank robbery, and it involved the theft of $3.5 million worth of cash and security. So your next question is, what year was it that this amount of valuables could even have been stolen? What year? Oh, three and a half mil doesn't even feel like that much anymore. Which, okay, <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> Wow. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Justin's house played yeah. pretty well. <laughs> you Somebody changed. writes children's TV. <laughs> But I just, <laughs> I just feel like three and a half. If you're gonna rob a bank, three and a half million is it? I think it's because I watched a thing the other day which was like seventeen and a half million, and so this sounds pathetic to me, actually. Can I say any bag thieves tonight? Go for <laughs> Hannah, not me. <laughs> so Hannah's answer is basically they're pussies, <laughs> or three and a half million in like. 1821. Okay. So you're going with 1821. Yes, please. All right. I like your logic. I like your spunk and your logic. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot it was in like the 1950s for a second. I'm like, I like your spunk. It probably wasn't okay then either. Okay. When were safes invented? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not I mean, a real detective. I guess, I guess there'd be a rudimentary safe forever. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, you'd dig a hole and put a rock on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, but you wouldn't need it. You it's also a toilet. Like, <laughs> oh, no, my safe. <laughs> Mark, you're safe in the toilet. Put them further apart. You put S on them both for shit and save. <laughs> it doesn't work. All right, I'm going to go 1592, but I think that's ludicrous. <laughs> wow. 
Okay, we've got 1821, we've got 1592. Heidi, you're gonna meet them in the middle or are you no, gonna say I'm, something sensible? I don't wanna, <laughs> oh. Is there a third option? <laughs> um, I'm gonna Darren Brown this. Ooh. You said, you know the answer and you just said, Oh, I forgot it was the 19, not the 1950s. So I think oh. that's in your head. So I go 1980. No, <laughs> 50s, 50s. 50s. 50s is my answer. I, oh, I love that. And I wish for you that uh. that was true because what a great way to think. Um, actually, Hannah, you were the closest. It was uh. 1878. Yes. <laughs> yes. Woo. Yes. Just a mere 100 years before I was born. <laughs> There you go. Everybody's already asking on the podcast how old I am. There you go. Do your own math. I, I, I cannot do those maths. No. Nope. So, 30. It's impossible. So, it took place at the Manhattan Savings Institution, uh, which was located at the corner of Broadway and Bleecker Street. As soon as I start giving directions to New York, I just have to do the accent. Like, it was on the northeast corner. You want to go past the bagel place. If you get to the cash for gold, you've gone too far. <laughs> Ask for Larry, he's a very nice man. He'll help you out. Open your savings account. <laughs> I'm Robin here! <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing I know about New York. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're a good yeg. <laughs> so the savings institution boasted a safe and convenient depository, which is also the name of my sex tape. <laughs> By 1878, it was holding the valuables and money of some of the most prominent families of New York City, and it was known for its top-of-the-line security system and vault. A hole in the ground with a rock on top. <laughs> <laughs> um, enter bank robber George Leslie. George was born in New York State in 1842, and George was inspired by one of America's best-known outlaws and bank robbers. Any guesses who that might have been? Do we know our outlaws and bank robbers? Wait, they're looking at me. Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you think about Robin Hood's from Nottingham, isn't it? Like, because you think of Robin Hood as like, I don't know, I've only ever seen him being American. But like, in really? like Robin Hood, the Sheriff of Nottingham. Is that, is that only because Kevin Costner's yeah. accent blew? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, he was trying to be Nottingham. Why is he Midwestern? <laughs> <laughs> no, to lead you. I just remember that line when they're like, do you intend to join us? And he's like, no, to lead you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was the best moment for his accent. Look at me just ripping into the celebrities tonight. <laughs> Poor white men. We'll never. Oh. <laughs> Got it really rough right now. Everybody's coming at them. <laughs> um, did, you said Robin Hood, but you, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Outlaws. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Okay. <laughs> I'll accept Robin Hood. I'm going to sit with that. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm just going to say it. It was Jesse James. Oh! There we go. We have too many other questions to labor over this one question. <laughs> um, so George grew up in Cincinnati, where his, fa his father ran a successful brewery. I don't know why I went to that. His father ran a successful brewery. Oh my God, I've done this podcast for four years and I can't say brewery. Say brewery. 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 <laughs> Am I doing it? Brewery. <laughs> brewery. Say rural Jura. Rural. <laughs> no. Say I sounded like a dog when you put your finger in their ass, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Say brewery. 
right. <laughs> Come on, we're highbrow, let's do this. George had a comfortable upbringing, and he got a degree in something, which would later help him become a skilled bank robber. What do you think his degree might have been in? Bank robbing. <laughs> he had a master's in bank robbing. Very good. They didn't see that going wrong. With, like, architecture or something? Ding, ding, ding! I got oh, so excited! You spilled your good. drink! Yeah. I got so excited I spilled my drink! Oh, I'm sorry. Do, are you an architect? It's fine. <laughs> have to call up people when they get up and go to the bathroom. It's a sickness. I'm sorry. You have every right to use the loo. Did and you just give me the finger? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see either. <laughs> I let you in. All right. Don't open that door when they come back. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's architecture. Nice. Well done. Nice. So he knew the ins and outs of buildings. Also the name of my sex tape. George, <laughs> George had a lot of tricks up his sleeve. One tactic was he would often put his own money into the banks that he would rob. Why would he do that? Oh, so Wait. he gets taken to the little room, like in oh. Ocean's Eleven and all that. It's like, oh. He knew I'm Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> it's his favorite movie. Yeah. yeah, totally. They Back go. then it was Ocean's One. <laughs> And then he goes, oh, I don't know, you're going to keep my stuff safe. Yes, please come and look at our security. I'll okay. show you how safe it is. Gotcha, and gotcha. And he's like, smart. Smart. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Any advances on that, guys? I guess a man I needs a bank. While I'm here, I should <laughs> put all my ill-gotten gains <laughs> in a bank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've only got a hole in the ground. So you're <laughs> a brewer's son who's depositing 3.5 million. That feels but crazy. also, also, then he's it's got... It's a brewer's son. <laughs> Plausible deniability. Because uh -huh. he can't be a suspect yeah, if why he's been robbed. Yeah. Well, guys, you know what you're talking about. That's exactly why. It's just so he could hide in plain sight. He's a customer. They've seen him around. No suspicions raised. And he knows the in and ins and outs. I had wine with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right. One of the other ways he would crack a safe was using something he called his little joker. It's not what you uh, <laughs> uh, That's my only answer. <laughs> it was just a piece of foil uh, attached to some wire. <laughs> so what? far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. So how do you think you would use something like that to crack a safe? Just a piece of foil with a bit of wire attached to it. How's that going to help you? Lull it into a false sense of security. Because <laughs> it's like, you can't do anything with the foil. And he kicks it. <laughs> oh, oh, can okay. you short the electrics or something? Oh, okay. Would it be like a connector and then you could blow like a fuse and then the lights go out and then you can rock? Yep, yep, that's a <laughs> <laughs> good tactic in the 1850s. Hannah? Yeah. <laughs> can you like, in the keyhole, can you like put, did he put it in and then the foil kind of took the... <laughs> I'm so sorry. But you just, when you... <laughs> Did anyone else notice? What? For the listeners, when she, when she gestured pushing the key and her tongue went into her cheeks and so she went, <laughs> Recently married, Hannah George. <laughs> Sorry, when you put the key in, do you give a blowjob? Yes. How do you give a blowjob? I hadn't seen you do that yet. <laughs> And then he grabs your back legs and pulls you up. 
I do declare, I apologise. When you push in, when you push in the key, I just figured maybe if you pushed it in, then the foil would take the shape of the key hole. Okay. Do you know what, Hannah? I'm gonna give it to you, you dirty slut. (laughs) Drunk women solving crime. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Basically, he would, he would put it in and leave it. <laughs> he would put it in and leave it so that when they turned the dial, it would mark on whichever the digits were, and then it was just, just a matter of working out what the combination was, but it narrowed it way down wow. to whichever numbers. It was so very, very close. Oh, very close. Get you. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> How supportive are we? Really close. <laughs> Almost right. Well done. Female workplace. Female workplace. (laughs) That was eerie. Oh, George also linked up with a woman called Marm Mandelbaum, which might ring some bells because we have done that as a case. She was basically a kingpin of the underworld. And Marm helped George by letting him use huge warehouses, which she had rented to sort through stolen goods. This is where George's degree in architecture really came into play. What did George use these warehouses for? He, uh, par- big parties. Like big parties. <laughs> a warehouse party. Yeah, you, you, got, had you, gotta to, go. you had to like go through a carriage to get into them. Yeah, it was like, it was like a <laughs> secret, like, yeah. What, what's the, that called? Where it's like we a, go out, guys, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's we like a the braves. Yeah. It's like a secret. What's yeah. that called? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And I don't know. Yeah, that's the, that's the ones where it's like a fridge, and then yeah, you go through the door. Yeah, yeah. Speakeasy or something. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a speakeasy. So you used wow. it for speakeasy. Because nice. the olden days, it was the first speakeasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Did he try and break into the the warehouses or something? Did he use it okay. as a kind of like like a practice space? Yeah. Well, he did use it as a practice space. Yes. You're onto something, Katie. Any thoughts? Well, How can he use this warehouse? This is where he kept his foil. <laughs> <laughs> where am I going to store all this foil? I, I have so I, much foil. I don't. I get need a warehouse. I don't get why he needs a warehouse. And it, it like is it. <laughs> <laughs> He's really annoyed. It's the question. Why do you need a warehouse? It's just greedy. Well, I shall tell you. 
For a cut of the profits, Marm would allow him to rebuild the entire vault system within the way... Somebody's nodding like, yes. <laughs> yes, you dummies, I knew that. He would, he would rebuild the entire system in there so that his team could practice cracking the safe before they had to do it IRL. <gasps> See, that is he's very so anxious. Yeah, because yeah. he's anxious. It is Ocean's Eleven, thank they you. Do that in Ocean's I heard Eleven. he's very anxious. They practice. Yeah. Like, I want to practice when I'm going like So you did say anxious, because then you said that, and I'm like, they should make an anxious 11. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is the heist film I want to see. Like, I can't do yes. it, I can't do it. Ah! <laughs> and it's, it's them going through every possible social scenario, just going, oh, we're playing it, we're playing it. <laughs> just a map of, like, where the toilets are. Yeah. That's all they need to know. <laughs> what if they offer me a drink and I don't want a drink? <laughs> <laughs> Good. So yeah, so they did, a, they did a lot of pre-planning, which is the main reason I don't want to rob banks. It's just too much work. It's a lot of, it's a lot of studying. Um, and finally, because George knew how to play the game, he mingled with all of the high society types. He's like, oh yeah, I bank where you bank. And he would hang out at all the, the parties. <laughs> That's how you make your friends just yeah. like, where do you bank? <laughs> oh, we should hang. Yeah. I bank there. Bank buddies. Oh, you were, yeah. you were nationwide. Cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, I got a you flex got the account. App? Yeah. World's local bank? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> Right. He also liked to target places where there was a weakness with the guards. What might that weakness have Musicals. been? Musicals. Musicals. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing off down the street. <laughs> da -da -da -da. Intimacy. Okay, musicals. <laughs> <laughs> so gar he would target places with guards who had trouble with intimacy. And then he would take them to the warehouse and they would practice... <laughs> Social anxiety. And eventually they'd be like, I don't even want to rob a bank. It was the friends I made <laughs> along the way. Anxious 11 in <laughs> cinemas. Oh. And he just felt better about himself at the end. Yeah. yeah. This is lovely. Aww. If it's not that, I'm going to be furious. Yeah. I, he, uh, picked, he picked people with, um, that could be bribed. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that's helpful. a good The, we good the weakness was crime. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shall tell you, he liked to pick up places where they had older staff, older guards. Oh, yeah. very ageist. Yeah, it's very ageist. <laughs> and he would rely on the fact that they could just go like, are you sure that's what happened, George? Are you sure? I know. It's actually the meanest part of this case. Because uh, I'll tell you right now, like, <laughs> kill people, steal from them, don't confuse them. <laughs> I really feel that way. I just think it's the meanest thing oh. to do. It's, it's like the gaslight. policeman when I didn't recognize the bag thief. And they were like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. Oh, I remember he had, his, he had his bag of foil. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was calling me his little joker. <laughs> he said he's got one of these at home. Mom, let him have one. I pissed myself. <laughs> That was ageist, so I'm sorry. <laughs> the best way to deal with ageism is to become ageist. <laughs> See also sexism. You okay. stupid bitch. <laughs> Let's Just go again, cunts. Okay. So, George was not universally loved. 
believe it or not, because he was getting to be. They estimate that at this time he was behind 80% of all of the bank heists. And there were a lot going on right now, like post-Civil War, a lot of bank a lot of bank heists, a lot of bank heists. So uh, people didn't like that he was getting a little bit too big for his britches, but, but who also... Are the, who are the people? They don't know it's him, though, right? So well, the police did suspect that he was behind it, but they couldn't ever pin it on him. Oh, well, then they don't like him because he's... Yeah, fine. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, at first I wasn't sure. trying to like, the other criminals are, yeah. like, really jealous. Like, I, why would he... Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> Uh, well, I was going to say, something a bit juicier, he was also having an affair <laughs> with one of his associates' wives. <gasps> yes, one of his most skilled fellow yeggs was called Tom Draper. And oh. He was, oh! What? Don Draper. Oh, because of Don Draper. Okay. I assume. Gotcha. <laughs> oh. oh! A name! It's just a cool name, though, it Tom is a Draper. Cool name. Like, I want to peg that man. You think that's... <laughs> I don't know why I've made this a thing tonight. Well, you think that's a cool name. Guess what the name of his wife was who he was having an affair with, because it is the best name for a woman who is cheating. It's better than cheater. Um, I think so. Delilah. Who's the one that's famous for cheating? Delilah. Delilah. Delilah Draper. Like oh, Dra that really that really rolls off the tongue. Yeah. I like that. Dee Dee. She's like called it. Betty Hot Stuff. <laughs> Betty Hot Stuff Draper. Okay. Honey. Honey. Everyone's just getting involved now. Does someone say Honey? Honey Draper. Honey. 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 Bon honey. Oh. Bunny Draper. Bunny Draper. Okay, you see why it's our job? That's a really good. I'm Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's really good actually, yeah. Just like I'm sorry, and bunny, bunny was actually <laughs> a fantastic <laughs> answer. The answer is Babe. Oh, she was a pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be sexist if you haven't seen the nineties film. Because <laughs> it's a that lot pig, Babe Draper. Who Whoa. wouldn't? I would. Okay. In June of eighteen seventy-eight, four months before the heist is scheduled to take place, they have planned for this for three years. By the way, three years of planning. Um, before it's scheduled to take place, something happens to George, the mastermind. What happens? <gasps> Con <gasps> his conscience. That is not Remains what I thought you were saying. <laughs> his <laughs> conscience. Oh, so he backs out? Yeah. He has a moment of anxious 11. Anxious. <laughs> he gets anxious. Hey. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like that. Okay. All right. Uh, the, the dude's going to find out that he's banging his wife, right? <gasps> oh, yeah. That oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That would put a spanner amongst Babe! the Babe! <laughs> yeah. Good answer. Yeah, I kind of feel like you specific, You told us about that just before this question. I feel like... Darren Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I feel right. like none of us have actually watched any Darren Brown. <laughs> you were like, maybe a monkey suit will walk by. Like, I was like, what Darren Brown thing was that? But <laughs> It's like Jedi mind tricks. Okay. These are the droids you're looking for. <laughs> um, well, now that you've put it that way, I realize I've really teed this up badly. Ah. <laughs> No, I haven't. That's the twist. All I can tell you <gasps> is, <laughs> yeah, he disappears. 
He just disappears without a trace. Does the heist still go forward? You're goddamn right it does. <gasps> the heist don't stop just because George is gone. The heist goes forward. What time of day God, did the heist like, take like place? It's like One Direction without saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm that. just kind of the young one, so... Um, <laughs> I was desperately trying to think of anything where a member had left and One Direction was the first. No, I was like, no one left the Beatles, did they? I could say the Beatles, but no one's left. Um, um, that would be not... Uh, <laughs> that would, like, One Direction is still, like, 15 years ago. But the Beatles is 80 years ago. No. 80 years ago. <laughs> Whatever. It's probably not that far off, though. I mean, 60... Some, some years ago. What... <laughs> The, the what time of day did the heist take place? Noon. Okay. <laughs> Noon, great time for a heist. Uh, everyone was at everyone's lunch. Everyone's at yeah. lunch, yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's uh, a bad But answer. old people eat lunch at about like 9am, so... <laughs> May, would it be like 5pm? Okay. Is clock enough? Okay, end of day. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, I don't know much about heists, but I feel like you do them at night, right? Yeah. Okay. So I don't. Is this heist? All I know about this heist is there's some foil they put the key. <laughs> Does it? We know very little about how it was done. To oh. be fair, to be fair, I haven't told you much yet. So, um, do you know what? I don't even know who was. I. You know what? Did you say noon? Yes. I, I think, think you're closest. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, only I did. I apologize. I apologize. She said five oh, p.m. I was going to do my catchphrase right. move. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, you were the closest. Um, it actually happened in the morning. Yeah, it was in broad daylight on a Sunday morning, and the city learned of the heist around 10 a.m. when the bank's janitor, Louis Werkel. Lewis burst into a barber shop, which was underneath the Savings Institute, and exclaimed, "The bank's been robbed!" And Lewis was right. Oh, so Lewis, they, they didn't find it till the next day. No, it's the same day. They did oh. it in the morning, and then it was 10 a.m., which is still the same morning. Yeah. And Lewis had discovered it. <laughs> okay. To be fair, I haven't explained how this has all gone down. Okay, let's do this. Lewis lived above the bank and said that a group of seven or eight masked men had burst into his home just after 6 a.m. and proceeded to tie up himself, his <gasps> wife, and his mother. How old Lewis is Lewis? Is in on it. Ooh, oh, is that interesting. Not <laughs> well, we don't know for sure, but that was my first thought. Too. Oh, yeah. We I don't know. Lewis for pegged sure. for about 80, though, and his you mother. You pegged him for <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even trying for that. Lewis, Lewis was older. I don't know his exact age. Uh, his mother was alive. And I will tell you, the original New York Times article said that Lewis. <laughs> they tied up Lewis and his sickly wife and feeble mother. Oh, no! <laughs> Which wow. just goes to show we've been victim-blaming women for a very long time. Holy very, shit, very long man. time. Meanwhile, like, Lewis, you're good with a broom. Like, kick some more ass. Why are we blaming the mother and the wife? You know? Beat Be them up. Beat up the seven men? Yes. <laughs> and, and you know what? Yes. And then we make a film called Workle. Which if, doesn't if, sound very tough. And if they'd been healthy and strong, they'd have been in trouble for that too. They'd have been like the overly healthy women. Yeah. <laughs> they'd obviously stolen loads this of nutrients. So the robust yet unhelpful women. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win. The overnourished <laughs> slags. <laughs> New York Times. <laughs> 
Anyway. That's the um, title of my sex video. Oh, <laughs> 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 you're part of the gang now, cash cow. You're part of the gang now. Um, so basically, they, they tied him up. And in this case, they didn't even have to use the little joker because... Basically, George knew that they could just get it out of Lewis. They just intimidated him and asked for the combination to the oh, safe. Wait, so they planned it for three years and then they just beat up an old man? <laughs> I know, it seems like a lot of work for nothing, doesn't it? Guys, you could have done this in five... Well, anyway, sorry. No, I agree. I agree. Um, one thing they did, though... Did uh, you? Nope, nope, nope. Not going to talk about that. Okay. So Lewis ran, once they, they, they let them, so they basically tied them up, they robbed the place, and then they left, and they did untie them. They're like, thank you. I assume <laughs> they doffed their caps and then went. Um, so Lewis went and found, uh, but they didn't have to use a lot of force because they had gotten the, I'm sorry, I've just, what's happened is I'm very sweaty. <laughs> I'm having a perimenopausal moment is what's happening, and we should talk more about how that affects podcasting. <laughs> The world just isn't ready for how it affects podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) This is the great thing about podcasts is this all gets edited out, but you get to watch me suffer. (laughs) That's why live stuff is great. I think some of this might stay in. (laughs) (laughs) It really will. It really will. Fuck you, James Corden! (laughs) Okay. Okay, guys, relax. Calm down. All right. Ah, there was a police officer nearby when all of this was happening, and it was very noisy because even though they had the, um, the safe combination, they still had to get in and open up the individual vaults where everything was kept, so they did have to do a bit of drilling, a bit of smashing. So this was... Name of my sex tape! <laughs> I knew, I knew I could count on There's you, There's one Hannah. left. There's one, one left. left. You'll find it. That's the name of my sex tape. <laughs> you're nearby, but why didn't all this noise raise suspicion with this police officer? Why didn't he phone it in? It's not just because there were no phones. Because there was, <laughs> there was a Mariah Carey concert on. <laughs> it was very loud. That's we're, absolutely right. It's, it was morning, and they were doing all the drilling and smashing. Morning, drilling, smashing. Oh, they're all in church. Sorry, I'm having all the answers. You guys can I like it. <laughs> They're in church singing hymns. Okay. And they and thought... And he was like, that's that church drilling that's going on. <laughs> but we know there was a police officer who was present who did hear it and did not call it in. Why? We didn't oh, think it was oh, workmen. There was, there was also was a workmen. building going on. And they, were, they were, had scaffolding and building people. Right, right, and, right. And so he just thought, oh, it's just it the noise of my beloved city. <laughs> Yeah. As I bite into my bagel. I lived there, so I'm allowed to be stereotypical. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I, I feel like maybe he's been paid off. He's been paid Yay! off! Yay! Men are trash. That's Yay. right. That's right. Isle of White style. You know. You know. So, they just to round out the case, they made off with $3.5 million worth of securities and cash. That is worth $82 million. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, you see. You'd, you'd get yeah. out of bed for that. Oh, I finally yeah. give a shit about this case. Sorry. Yeah. 
Is that what? finally a lot of money? Oh, I wish I'd known. Because I just could, felt like a waste. You could, you could, like, buy a flat in London with that now. <laughs> so I shall tell you, um, and, and not to sound like a buzzkill, but they were all eventually caught uh, because one of them was found trying to cash in one of the bonds, which were in other people's names, so it was actually a tricky thing to try to cash in all of this money. Amateurs. Amateurs. They were all arrested. Some of them were convicted and did time. Some were acquitted. Um, the, the policemen did do some time, so yeah. they got the copper. There's did one important question that we haven't asked yet. Oh, What is the question? Did George reappear? That is the question. But I was just going to say really quickly that George Leslie was written about in a 1927 book, which I'm sure you've heard about. It was turned into a 2002 film with Daniel Day-Lewis, The Gangs of New York. Oh. Ooh, literature. <laughs> but your question is, was George Leslie ever seen again? Did he ever show up back on the scene? Was okay, he so found? Uh, my theories are either the dude f knew that he was smashing his wife. Yeah. And smashing. <laughs> and drilling. Wow. <laughs> and, wow. <laughs> and, you know, killed him and he's buried. He's, you know, okay. sleeping with the fishes. Okay. Or he's dead. Or, uh, <laughs> for any non-detectives in the room. Because <laughs> I had a lot of questions about how that was possible. <laughs> he maybe disappeared so that he could sh shop the others for this crime, so he didn't go down for the crime. Okay. So maybe he's like some puppet master, or he's dead. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you guys think? I think you covered all the options. <laughs> 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 uh, I think he ran away with. Did you cover Ooh, running away with no, the lady? No, I didn't cover that with one. With Babe. Oh, George and Babe. Yeah, that's good. George and Babe. Babe's a pig. Now I just. <laughs> <laughs> All I can picture is that adorable little talking pig ever since. Is the guy that. in Babe called George? The farmer? No, the, the little, little cute pig is. No, no, I just mean. Oh. I thought that was a coincidence, like the farmer and Babe. He's not called George. Oh, sorry, George. I don't know. <laughs> Is he? Someone Google it. That would be crazy. Just trying yeah. out some really niche babe stuff wait, tonight. Wait. <laughs> no. Does anyone... imagine if he was. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does anyone know what the farmer in babe is called? Hobbit. Farmaholic, wasn't Farmaholic. it? Farmaholic. Hobbit. Hoggit. Hoggit. Snob it. Love it. It could be I George Hoggit. I love that our audience has Ooh. the answer to that question. <laughs> well, I shall tell That's you. That's made me very happy. <laughs> the last time George Leslie was seen alive was four months before this was scheduled to happen. He was with his bodyguard in a bar in Brooklyn. Uh, was his bodyguard like about eight years old? Because he's like, <laughs> not having an old one. He's like, yeah, <laughs> these, old, these old men are no good. Yeah, <laughs> this is Jason. He's just... Um, <laughs> just done his He's sad. young and he's green. He's yeah. good. <laughs> he's hungry. <laughs> just learned how to play catch. Uh, I will tell you now, George Leslie was found dead Ooh. in a place called Tramp's Rock. Anybody sex tape? No? <laughs> just checking. There was a revolver next to him, um, and the initial suspicion was that it was a suicide, but why was that ruled out quickly? He was covered in hoof, pig hoof marks. <laughs> <laughs> Babe. <laughs> 
I've seen this a thousand <laughs> times. One day we'll get that pig. It's not pretty. That's my answer. Yeggs and bacon. <laughs> oh my god! Beautiful! Oh. Every story is a circle. Every story is a circle. It was ruled out because there was no blood at the scene, so he had obviously been killed in a different location Ooh. and then left there. No one was ever arrested for his murder, but the main suspect? Tom Draper. Yeah. The moral of the story, you can steal from a bank, but don't go stealing anybody else's babe. Right. Right. We've got, we've got just a few minutes to invite someone up to tell us their own tale of crime so that we can solve it. Oh, the guy that shouted out. Are you just going to come and lay, lay into us? Because <laughs> now I'm a little bit... You're going to be like, I was assaulted when I was at a gig emotionally. And I, <laughs> come on up. Come Give on him a round of applause. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hello, what's your name? Oh, you've got keys. <laughs> I don't know why case. that made I me so I didn't want to leave them in my bag just in case they got picked up. <laughs> <laughs> what's your name? Uh, my name's Fraser. Hello, Fraser. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Okay, good. I didn't say Fraser, which is what I wanted to say. It's Fraser, actually. Fraser. <laughs> She's getting it all wrong like, tonight. Pima. Hi, I'm Pama. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming to the show and for sharing your story. Tell us. So I, it's, I'm not entirely sure it's a crime, but it's definitely a fun little mystery. We'll be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I used to work um, in a pub in Shepherd's Bush. Um, okay. Used to live in the pub as well. Is this a cry for help rather than a crime? <laughs> May as well have been at that point. <laughs> uh, okay. what, what I used to live in Shepherd's Bush. What pub? Okay. Uh, it, was called, oh, no. it was called the Pocket Watch. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you, you absolutely know the pocket watch. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> nice place then. Okay. Yeah, so um, there was, there was uh, an evening where um, I had been closing up. We had had a party in just beforehand, um, and the party had had, like, uh, black and gold balloons and, like, streamers. Go and Steelers! All kind of <laughs> uh, so it was, like... Um, uh, and it was me that was cleaning up after it, and it was okay. like till two o'clock in the morning. I stayed till two o'clock in the morning, uh, cleaned up after it, got rid of everything, and went to my bed. Um, and when I went to my bed, I realised that I still had. Do you remember those charge, like the charger stations that you used to get in pubs where you'd pay like a couple of quid and they'd give you like a charger and all that kind of thing? Do you remember? Are they not a thing anymore? <laughs> They're less, less popular. Oh, okay. <laughs> Someone like, was a, very like certain. A, a I charged like my phone in one earlier. Actually, I've like got a hundred cent battery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had one of those, and we had like a free code for it or something. And I'd okay. accidentally taken it to, to my bed, and I was like, "No, I, I absolutely do not want to pay this stupid company any money for for this ridiculous service." Uh, so at like maybe three o'clock in the morning, I go back downstairs um, to drop off this this station. And floating just in front of the bar at about chest height is like a red balloon. Oh. Yeah. That was not the color scheme of the party. Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Freak. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, you've you've got your hype woman in the audience. So no, we're, better, right? we're, we're not used to not listening to this in the car. We're very used to shouting out. Oh my gosh, so it was a helium Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was like at chest height, which is, makes absolutely <laughs> no sense to me. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a child's height I to me. <laughs> yeah, is, isn't that like that in it? Doesn't he have a. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so, I, I, I hope. I hope I am absolutely terrified at this point. I'm not someone who believes in spooky shit or anything like that. You don't have to believe in spooky shit to think <laughs> that a chest height red balloon is freaky. So Jesus I, Christ. Uh, duck, duck around it, go to, <laughs> go to the bar, drop off this uh, charger, and usually it speaks to you and says, like, thank you very much for dropping off your station. It said absolutely Aww. nothing. <laughs> oh. The crime was bad manners. <laughs> <laughs> so I then uh, I leave it. Well, the, the, I head back off towards it, and as soon as I hit the red balloon, it goes, thank you. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, absolutely terrifying. Uh, I then <laughs> genuinely run upstairs, uh, <laughs> terrified, uh, and head upstairs to check the, the cameras. Um, for, for the bar. Oh, okay, okay. And we look over it and um, the balloon appears out of absolutely nowhere. <gasps> what? No! It just like pops up. What? And, and, and don't get me wrong, there, there's like a, there's, my logical brain says there's an explation for this. So there's I look a glitch into it. Yeah, or of something. Course. There is a time jump. A time jump, like, a like maybe oh, like, like a fifteen-minute like interval between okay. the last image to that. Yeah. However, the the cameras operate on a uh, motion. motion sense, oh. so it should have still come back on. Picked it up, and it didn't pick yes. anything up. And I actually still have the footage available. <gasps> you can you send it us? I can show you. Yes. Oh, wow. oh my gosh, we will post it on. <laughs> That is so creepy. Yeah, that's freaky. crazy. <laughs> so do you think it was from the company with the mobile chargers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got somebody trying to hack into the system. Send a red balloon. <laughs> well, you deserve this drink that you have earned. Thank you very much, Fraser. Wow. Thank you. Here, I'll take that. Thanks. Well, now that we can all have nightmares, it's time to take a little break, but we have just enough time. First of all, Heidi, you've been a fantastic detective. Oh, thank you. You yeah. really have. had a lovely time. Tell us what you're up to. What have you got coming up? Where can we see you and find out more about you? Please come. <laughs> <laughs> I got shy at the worst point. Um, <laughs> Anxious 11. <laughs> what was that? Name of your sex tape, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, please come and watch my sex tape. Uh, <laughs> um, it's been filmed live. Um, it's. Uh, I am doing uh, Soho Theatre, March twentieth and twenty-first. It's a Monday and a Tuesday night, and it's called Heidi Regan gives birth live on stage every night, or your money back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please buy tickets now so I don't have to keep promoting it. Um, <laughs> and please don't ask for your money back. I named it that at the Free Fringe in Edinburgh. <laughs> if there's a reason to it, but just please don't ask for your money back. It will ruin me. 
Oh, Heidi, thank you so much. And where can we find you online? Unless you don't want people to find you. Oh online. yeah, I'm an enigma, but my name <laughs> online is Heidi Regan. Um, <laughs> or I think it's like Heidi underscore Regan on everything, because that policewoman in America <laughs> took all the other ones. Oh shit, I hate Crime. that. There's a really talented Taylor Glenn who can juggle. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so much more talent than me. Thank you so much. You've been Thank an amazing guest. Everybody go and see Heidi Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.